from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee Nettie in the morning here at Iowa Catholic Radio. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks so much for joining me today, friends. It is Friday, May 29th. We've got a great show in store for you here on this Friday. Father Andrew Winchittle coming up here very soon. Iowa Catholic Radio Spiritual Advisor. We're going to talk about Sunday's Gospel, a little spiritual chat with Father Andrew. 7.45 today, Justin White, Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry for the Diocese of Des Moines, making his monthly appearance. We're going to be talking about getting back to the basics of discipleship today. Also, at about 7.15, we're going to talk about Lexio Divina, kind of a just a quick deep dive into it. There was a, a nice piece that was done the other day by a guy by the name of Tim Mason on his blog and uh, really enjoyed it. So I said, I'm going to share that with the with the fam here at Iowa Catholic Radio. So we'll have that. And also a Baptist church has uh, made some hilarious social distancing signs for pews. I'm going to share some of those with you as well for a little laugh here on this Friday morning. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Sella. We'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour as well. Let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Friday to you and our listeners. We made it to a Friday. Absolutely. Do you recognize that a little bit uh, brighter this morning as you made your way to the studio? That that thing called the sun is out. Yeah, I was able to see my grass. <laughs> and it's getting it's not getting shorter, no, is it? It's no, getting longer. That, that was the depressing part, so we'll see. <laughs> oh boy. Any yeah, plans well, for the we're weekend? Have a little bit of that. Well, tomorrow's uh yeah. I, another birthday, so I gotta find a way to hide but wait a second tomorrow's your birthday huh yeah yeah that's true i I gotta find a way to hide may 30th look at that yeah we're we're just within a few days of each other aren't we yes we are because your my son and 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 you are on the same uh have the same birthday june 4th that'll be next week so Mm -hmm. we'll be uh uh, having a, i'm I'm working on getting a permit to shut the cities down and uh have a parade (laughs) for both of you but uh parade on deaf ears Uh, i remember those those were great you remember those we're not going to have any this year. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's birthday tomorrow. And I got to find a way. This is I'm now the same age as my wife, and of course she's happier than me at times <laughs> about this. Every so. year, that's the that's the, I, that's the real celebration. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's for her. First, it's Mary's celebration. Now, what do you mine, get? But, do you get uh, what yeah, you want? We'll, we'll do something for dinner. Like, how does that work for you? Uh, I don't know. They've been. Uh, I know the girls here have been kind of snooping around. Uh, asking what you want yeah, and getting yeah. my son involved and i'm sure that 
parish priests and Ankeny's involved too. So I, I'm just going to try to hide because if you hear an explosion in Urbandale tomorrow, there'll probably be some big firework uh, set off, and that'll. I have no idea. I'll take it. Luckily, I have to work. I have to work uh, part of the day because uh, we have the election next uh, this coming Tuesday, so mm. we have to be open tomorrow. So I'll be at work for most of the day, part go. of the day rather. Well, luckily, also you can pretty much guarantee there's not going to be any surprise parties going on for you. So that's that's this oh, year. That, that that's the one thing you'll be able to at least guarantee. I just want to live in peace, you know. <laughs> <laughs> live in peace. But, uh, yeah, actually, I'm getting ready for softball. Two weeks, and we start playing, and uh, it's going to be a very busy summer once we get going in the middle of June. I hope everything works out, and I'm looking forward to that. And the schedules, I think we'll have Dowling's softball and baseball schedule maybe sometime today. It'll be finalized, huh. and we'll, we'll be covering some games. My man Joe Stacy will be calling the games here on Iowa Catholic Radio uh, this uh, later in June. Well, yeah, you know, this, it's going to be a little bit of a different scheduling-wise because there's some schools that will not be participating, But uh, and I'm assuming that's the right. same thing with softball as well if baseball's not going you're not gonna have softball yes, from the teams but yes. uh but yeah you'll be you'll be behind the plate oh yeah looking forward to that and uh, staying safe and uh, it'll be different for the fans and uh and the umpires and the players and the coaches uh this will be a very unique summer but one that's going to get uh, get to play the seniors will have an opportunity to play and unlike the the spring sports so i'm very happy for them and their families so hopefully we can do it all together and do it the right way glad to hear it sounds good to me all right. All right, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa. And currently at the Mercy One Studios, we have a very bright sun outdoors. So bring your sunglasses if you're uh, out and about this morning. Currently, we have mostly clear skies, 54 degrees, a west-northwest wind at just 5 miles per hour. And the humidity down to just 78% compared to being at 95% the last several days. But today, here in central Iowa, we'll see mostly sunny skies across the state of Iowa today, a high of 72 degrees, northwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. We should, could see some gusts up to 25 miles per hour to bring in that nice cool air. And tonight we'll see mostly clear skies, lows dropping down to 52 degrees. Tomorrow we'll see increasing clouds on your Saturday. Chance of rain in the afternoon, a high of 70 degrees. And on Sunday, uh, a chance of rain early on Sunday morning and a high of 70 degrees. Should uh, be partly cloudy the rest of the day. And on Monday, a chance of rain, but warmer, a high of 79 degrees. The rest of the week next week, extended forecast Tuesday through Thursday. Chance of rain each day, but highs in the mid to upper 80s. We could reach 90 sometime next week, so be mindful of that. Well, in the news, on this uh, Friday morning, Iowa now has fewer people on unemployment, as most of the state's businesses have been allowed to reopen amid the coronavirus pandemic. Now, Iowa Workforce Development reported yesterday that 14,586 uh, 14, people made initial jobless claims last week, and that's up from 13,000 reported the week before. However, there is some positive news. The number of continuing weekly unemployment claims reported by Iowa Workforce Development was at 180,679. That's down approximately 7,000 from the week prior. Iowa Workforce Development reports unemployment insurance benefits totaled over $48.8 million. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. High school sports are set to resume here in the state of Iowa, and that's baseball and softball. Their their, uh, Iowa high school baseball and softball teams can begin practicing this coming Monday, June 1st, with the first games being played two weeks later on Monday, June 15th. High schools right now are currently making 
and working on their revising their baseball and softball schedule for the season, and their schedule should be completed very soon. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have uh, mostly clear skies, very dry out there. Bring your sunglasses, 54 degrees right now, the temperature with a west-northwest wind at uh, at 5 miles per hour, the humidity right there at 78%. Today we'll see mostly sunny skies, beautiful day in central Iowa, high of 72 degrees, northwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. We could see gusts up to 25 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Friday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. No problems to pass along as we start things off accident-free. Just get out the sunglasses if you are hitting the road this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Father Andrew Winchettle now. Good morning, Father. Now, are we going to be? There's three options here for US on USCCB website. Uh, which I'm assuming you're going with mass during the day for May 31st. Uh, that's a correct assumption in normal cases. Uh, well, there's uh, as you mentioned, the multiple options. There's the vigil. Uh, so Pentecost is one of those um, esteemed days that it gets its own vigil mm-hmm. and its own set of readings. Uh, but it, the point is, it's still on the same theme. It's it's Pentecost, which um, is often um, described as the beginning of the church, uh, which isn't entirely correct. Uh, let's think that it's more as it's, it's the beginning of the new covenant uh, that God is establishing uh, with the new Israel, which is the Christian church. Are you um, saying that my kids can't sing happy birthday to the church on Sunday now? You know what you do with your kids <laughs> in your own house, I'll leave that to you. <laughs> But th- that's interesting. So it would be kind of the uh, the birthday of the new covenant. You said, correct? Yeah, the the, the Jewish Pentecost uh, it was uh, earlier seen as as a, a way to give thanks uh, to God uh, for the first fruits of the harvest, um, and then it later developed into uh, um, uh, remembering uh, God giving Moses the law on Mount Sinai. Uh, and now, um, as the New Covenant, we see it as God giving us the law uh, to be written not on the stones, but on our hearts hmm. uh, with the help of the Holy Spirit. I think there's uh, probably a few homilies in that right there, man. That, that's deep stuff, yeah. but good. Uh, but G- here, here, Jesus, of course, uh, you know, the traditional Pentecost uh, gospel, here he is. Um, when the doors were locked, the disciples were there for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace. Be with you, and when he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. So this is the, what what has uh, always interested me. Saint Teresa of uh, Avila, you probably know this story very well, but uh, the devil appeared to her once, disguised as Jesus, and right away, right away, Teresa of Avila called him out, knew it was the devil, and told him to be gone. But the devil asked her how he, how she knew that it was 
him rather than Jesus, because he, he appeared fully just looking exactly like him. And she looked at him and she said, because you have no wounds. Yeah. And the <laughs> devil appeared without wounds. Jesus always appears with his wounds, Teresa of Avila said. And here he is. He shows them his wounds. Yeah, the, the, the resurrected body is the same body with which he died on the cross. Uh, and so it says that he's reminding them here of the cost of this peace that he wants them to have. Uh, and in fact, twice in this gospel, at least, he says, peace be with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how much he wants peace. And, and it's connected to, at the very end, he says, receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. Mm. Uh, so there's this connection of, of, if we truly want to have peace, we should also want to have our sins forgiven, uh, and hence the, the sacrament of reconciliation. Uh, because sins do such a great violence to our relationship with God and others uh, that uh, we, we should take to him uh, to, in the sacrament of reconciliation uh, through his priests, and that's an important word that I use, is through us as priests. It's not we priests who forgive the sins, it's God giving, forgiving the sins, Jesus Christ, uh, and restoring us to right relationship with him and, and peace with him. Yeah, this right here, you cannot get any more clear of what Jesus' command entails uh, to his disciples than this, to go out and forgive uh, sins. And this is something, friends, either they got this wrong, I mean, because we know they went out and were forgiving sins, and we know uh, through the unbroken line of successors, uh, all the way down, from the time of Christ, from the time here of the apostles to right now, the priests and bishops are forgiving sins. Now, either they got that wrong, and Jesus, I would think, would have ample time to be able to correct them, uh, or they got it right. And, uh, you know, again, I don't know how you argue this, that Jesus gives them the Holy Spirit, the authority of the church, which is why they wear the stole around their neck, the priest does, that symbolizes their authority that Jesus gives right here. And later on, of course, he says, those who hear you hear me, which is one of the reasons, I think, uh, that you as a priest will speak in the first person when you are, uh, when you are absolving someone of their sins. Correct. Yep, yep. And, and it, the same thing occurs in... Celebrating the Eucharist, there are certain points that we, um, as you said, um, um, pronounce in, in the first person, uh, because we stand in the person of Jesus Christ, in persona Christi, um, in, in those actions. Yeah, uh, This is a, a short gospel, friends, John twenty nineteen to 23, but it is a jam-packed one with a lot of good stuff for us to be able to meditate on and think about. Father Andrew Winchittle, would you give us your blessing this morning? Certainly. Lord, bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Andrew, thank you. God bless you. All right, coming up, uh, friends, in the second half hour, Justin White, Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry, for his monthly segment. We're going to talk about getting back to the basics of discipleship and what that actually looks like uh, enacted in our lives. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Lexio Divina and also a Baptist church that made some hilarious signs to be able to keep social distancing in order. Uh, I'll read you some of those signs, too. I got a kick out of that. Uh, Here on this Friday, May 29th, John Leonetti, the morning. Don't go anywhere. And a thank you to Bell Construction for underwriting the show. 963-4494. That's been the number. 
30 years in business, residential re-roofs and light commercial jobs. And Dean, he walks with you the entire way through. Doesn't just kind of leave you to his people to be able to take care of everything. No, he wants to be there to inspect. He wants to be there to quote. He wants to be there to help uh, the whole way. Even though he's running the thing, you're going to get that personal satisfaction and guarantee from Dean. 963-4494, residential re-roofs. Dean Bell, 963-4494. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. This is Gloria Purvis, host of Morning Glory. Gosh, I wish they had Catholic radio when I was growing up. It would have been a source for me to learn more about the faith. When you pledge your support, you make it possible for this station to carry programs like Morning Glory every morning. No matter the amount, your gift works to make a difference for you, for others, and for the future of Catholic radio. Prayerfully consider making a gift right now. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. I um, I read a, a great piece a couple days ago. Put that in the archives. Tim Mason was the author of it, and I uh, thought it'd be nice to share this morning uh, as we continue on. You know, of course, things are starting to open back up again and kind of getting that feeling of normalcy back into our lives, which is good. But, you know, that, that prayer time maybe that you've discovered or rediscovered in your life, that, that can't go away. You know, sooner or later, we are going to get busy again. It's just going to be the way it works. Uh, and I know for some, that's a good thing. I, I think it's a good thing. But busyness cannot replace our faith. 
or our prayer. And I know that I've talked to many people, many people that have said that they have begun a deep prayer life for the first time in their life. I was just talking to someone yesterday about that. That this time has given them an ability, and that's really what they said they're, they're grateful for, most grateful for, to dive into their prayer life in a way like never before, to go deeper, to allow the Lord to take them deeper. And that's really the, the, the phrasing or the terminology we, we need to use, to allow the Lord to take us deeper, because that's what the Lord always wants to do. It's just oftentimes we're kind of pushing back, you know, or, or kind of uh, waiting, waiting it out or pushing it out. You know, well, Lord, I, yes, of course, I, we, we've got that appointment, but I've got this, 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 and this that I have to tend to first. Then I'll let you to take me where you want me to go. But that can't be so. You know, even though we've been uh, for the last couple months, last few months, in sort of a, a quarantine period of our life, and some of us have discovered this this beautiful relationship with the Lord that maybe wasn't uh, always so deep. And now is the time to continue that as things start back to a little bit of normalcy here. And I'll say that I think one of the best ways to do that is to incorporate a style of praying into your prayer life that has helped many different saints on down the line. Uh, I have found great value in this way of praying, what's called Lexio Divina. So it's kind of a, a, a sacred reading and to incorporate that into our life. Now, I use sacred scripture. I use books on the saints. I use spiritual books, of course, Catholic spiritual books, uh, to, to be able to do this. But this is a style of prayer that I was introduced to, and I've spoken about this before uh, long ago when I was in the seminary at uh, the Institute of Priestly Formation at Creighton University. And uh, we were there for the summer, a seminarian spent the time there, and I was really introduced to it. Now, of course, I've heard of it before and, and all of that, but this was something that we had to practice uh, we really didn't have much of a choice. I mean, we had hours a day that were assigned that we were to go and to pray. Uh, and then, of course, for the classes, they would teach us this way of praying. And, and there was other things, too, of course, in the, in the classes. Uh, Tim says that traditionally, Lexio Divina, or divine reading, is broken up into four steps or rungs. So the first rung, he says, Lexio, is slow snail's pace, reading of a verse or two of scripture until a word or phrase in the text grabs you. You may begin with a familiar phrase, a favorite book like the Psalms, or simply start at the beginning of Genesis or the Gospels. It may take a few slow readings, Tim says, of these few verses uh, for you to find your word. Once something grabs you, write it down, and this will be the subject of your prayer. Um, so for me, you know, when I go to pray, uh, there will be times that I will take a Bible or just something uh, in general and just read it, uh, a few paragraphs. Sometimes it takes me a little longer. And then something always inevitably hits my mind. And I'm able to kind of tell if it's a distraction or not, you know, because if it's something that's kind of coming from the, the what I'm reading, even if it's not a specific word, uh, I'm able to, to, you know, kind of fish that out. I think most of us would be able to do that. You know, if you're reading a gospel on, uh, you know, the washing of the feet, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, something pops into your mind that you need to go to the grocery store and get, that's still important, yes, but just kind of move that to the side and continue to ask the Holy Spirit to open your mind a little bit here to what it is that He wants from you. But that's essentially what that lexio part is, that that reading. So you're you're allowing the Lord um, to be able to kind of call something out of what it is that that you're reading for your attention. Meditatio, 
Next, in meditatio, meditation, like a cow chewing uh, cud, you mull over that word or phrase, meditating on it, considering it, and like Our Lady, pondering it in your heart. The step is active consideration, where you are exploring the subject of your mental prayer, Tim says. Question like, what does this phrase mean? Or what does this word make me think of, can be asked. Does this word or phrase bring to mind any episodes in my life? All of these can be important considerations that you can bring with you to the next step of prayer. So this is meditation. So this is, again, kind of where I'm offering this or reaching to God with what it is that I have. Of course, contemplatio is when God then gives us the graces of what it is that we're asking for. Oratio. This is the step where most people try to begin their mental prayer, but in doing so, they are missing the first two vital rungs that set on set the, the set uh, the on dic- dictions uh, for prayer. Uh, but having gone through both lexio and meditation, we have received food for thought from God in Scripture. And now we can respond with prayer. So, what is it that we're asking for in this? And I always give the traditional uh, case, at least for me. And I've, I've, this is kind of the easy example that I always use. But uh, the Annunciation, I've always asked for trust from God there. Uh, visitation, when I'm praying the Rosary, for instance, my meditatio. What am I doing? What what sticks out to me? It's that visiting that's that journey that our lady goes on to evangelize and what i always ask in the visitation is that our lady my my simple prayer intention is our lady will seek me out as well when i turn away from the lord that our lady will will visit me and bring to me jesus so that's that's how you do it you know i mean try not to get too creative here uh with it but that's really something that um has always been placed on my heart of course, contemplatio, I kind of got a little bit ahead of us earlier, but the fourth step is contemplatio or contemplation. This is where we quiet our hearts and wait for God. He may speak to us in the quiet, or he may use this time to help us grow in silence. And listen, I'm not advocating here that you're, you're going you're to hear voices. And if you do, as I've always said, go see a doctor first. Uh, contemplatio, though, is, is where God's just going to work on you. You may not feel anything. You may not see anything. You may not hear anything. Uh, you are probably not going to feel, see, or hear anything. But it's a time that God is still working. St. Therese of Lisieux kind of popularized that when one of the sisters saw her sleeping in adoration one day. She clapped back at the sister and said, cannot the surgeon still work on the patient when they're asleep? You know, God is still working on us during this time. And of course, then there's the, the resolution um, St. Francis de Sales, Tim says, the doctor of the church concludes that the steps of Lexio Divina, there's a fifth step as well that was not originally uh, part of Lexio Divina, the tradition of it. And that in his work to introduction to the devout light, St. Francis advises his readers to use this prayer to collect a spiritual bouquet that can return to, that you will return to throughout your day, bringing them back to the subject of their prayer. So kind of surrounding uh, different prayers around maybe the intentions or what it is that you are asking for and the graces that you are open to receiving. So this is kind of the latter that um, Tim Mason uh, kind of spells out for us. And of course, this was done long before Tim, but I think he did a really good job in helping us understand a little bit more of what true Lexio Divina is. Saw a uh, just a hilarious uh, 
I don't want to say article, but some captions of Baptist uh, messages uh, as they are trying to social distance, uh, taping off every other pew. And each pew had a sign on it. I'll read some of them. Uh, One sign on this pew says, this pew is saved, dot, dot, dot. Get it? So you will have to wait till you get to heaven to sit in it. Uh, Here's another one. Jesus sat the 5,000 down in rows, but not the rows with blue tape. Here's another sign as they try to make their church a little more social distance friendly. As they tape off this pew, uh, there's a sign on it that says, Abraham was 100 years old when Isaac was born, and we still wouldn't let him sit in this pew if he was here. Find somewhere else. Uh, another sign, you will find me when you seek me, just not in this pew. Keep seeking. It's probably my favorite. <laughs> the Lord maketh us to lie down in green pastures. This is a pew, not a pasture. Move along to the next one. <laughs> Remember when the Lord kicked Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden and put a flaming sword to guard the entrance so they couldn't come back? In the original language, flaming sword can also be translated as blue tape. Uh, another sign on a pew from a Baptist church. Uh, moving them along, Zacchaeus climbed a sycamore tree to get a better seat. Keep looking for a better one than this pew. When did Paul refuse to take John Mark, John Mark on another missionary journey? Uh, he sat in a section that had been taped off. Don't be like John Mark. So there you have it. Getting clever there, the Baptist church. Uh, with some of those social distancing signs. I thought that was cute. All right, when we come back, Justin White, Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry for the Diocese of Des Moines, is going to be on. Uh, We're going to talk about the topic of back to the basics in discipleship and what that means for us, Uh, his monthly segment coming up. All right, it's Friday, May 28th. John Leonetti in the morning, excuse me, May 29th. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show. Can't forget it's Friday, huh? Kind of another quick week, though. Thanks to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Household plumbing is vital for everyday convenience and comfort. Most of us don't know something goes wrong until it does. And that's just not fun. That's happened to me on a number of occasions. Trusted plumbers with the experience necessary to ensure an excellent job each and every time. GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you for underwriting the show. And all of us here at Iowa Catholic Radio, thank you as well. GoldenRulePHC.com. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. After Jesus had revealed himself to his disciples and eaten breakfast with them, he said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. He then said to Simon Peter a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was distressed that he had said to him a third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Amen, amen, I say to you, when you were younger, you used to dress yourself and go where you wanted. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands, and someone else will dress you, and lead you where you do not want to go. He said this, signifying by what kind of death he would glorify God. And when he had said this, he said to him, Follow me. The Gospel of the Lord Despite Peter's threefold denial of Jesus, 
Jesus graciously reconciles Peter by this threefold affirmation of his love for him. Jesus warns that death is a consequence of love for him and will be better prepared when we subjugate our desires. Thankfully, with hope that he gives us, we trust that death in this world isn't the end, and he reminds us that any good leader is first a follower of him. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Nighty, the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today here on this Friday, May 29th. Uh, Justin White coming up, Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry for the Diocese of Des Moines. Going to talk about getting back to the basics of discipleship today in his monthly segment. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa and your saint of the day, probably one that you may not have heard of, uh, coming up. All right, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. 53... Oh, don't I wish you are. You know, I'm not going to call you a saint today, John, <laughs> at least not live on the air. Not but, 60. Uh, not even close. And I, add about five more years to 53, Ooh. and that's what I'll be uh, tomorrow and celebrating it somehow. But, uh, 58 years yeah, old. Just, it, You're a young man, though, man. You don't look 58. You don't sound 58. I mean, you, you, you and 58 is pretty young. I mean, let, let's be honest here. They say the seven, 70 mm-hmm. is the new 30s anymore. So yes. you've got some time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm in. I would say I would call it decent shape, maybe yeah. moderate shape. Good health for the most part, but uh, yeah, when I shave my head, I get all that gray hair off, and that adds oh five years younger. That's at least. it. So you're about right. Fifty three. It looks. Yep. That, my, that's what my wife said to me the other the gray day. Hair out. She says you got a gray hair. I said how can you tell? I said well, what in the world? You got a magnifying glass to my head? She said no, it's in your beard. That's awesome. I thought oh great. That's great. awesome. Oh yeah, your goatee or your beard. beard. I love it. <laughs> You know, my wife has never seen so, me without a beard. One of these days, I'm going to surprise huh? her. Never seen me. Nope. We've been married. Really? We've been married 10 years this August, uh, together 12, and uh, well, less than 12. And I, I, I have never not had a beard for my wife. Really? Yep. I'm trying to think. Yeah, back in your wedding, you had like a goatee. Uh, I had a beard. Or no, I had a beard. I've had, had nightmares beard. of not yeah, having you did. this beard, you man. Did. Sure. 
I, I would say she has not seen you with your uh, hat off. Usually you have a hat on wherever you're going, whether you're hanging out at the uh, workout center or, you know, writing a book at some, you know, Starbucks all day where you're renting a table or whatever you do. Uh, not these days. you a ball cap on. Is that true? I used to wear uh, a hat a lot, um, but over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. it kind of started giving me headaches a little bit. So I stopped wearing hats and uh, just kind of air out, you know, my, my hair. I see. Air it out. Yeah, that's a good word for it for us, us people that have challenging hair. Sure. Definitely when I go to ball games well, or you, something, you know, because that'll just fry the top of your head, and that's no fun. Oh, yeah. I found that out on Memorial Day out Oof. here in the deck talking to some family members and out there a little too long between the sun and the clouds, and uh, it, it hurt the next uh, that night in the shower. It hurt. Yeah. So this is a, careful that. a memoir of bald guys, friends. This is what you're hearing right here. This is what it's like to be exactly, bald. Exactly. John, I hope to just get through the weekend without any instances. That's all I'm hoping for tomorrow. I really am. I mean, you know, adding another year five, is one eight, thing. Big 5'8", and uh, the family will help you celebrate. If I know your family, yeah, there's going to be some about. celebrations. Can I borrow somebody else's family for a day? Is, <laughs> is that possible? Because I don't think this is going to work out celebrate in Marco's favor. Celebrate a new year, favor. man. Well, happy birthday to you. I'm happy. Happy you're a part of Thank the show you, and a part of uh, Iowa Catholic Radio. Heck, you are Mr. Iowa Catholic Radio. You've been around longer than, than I've been alive, so good for you. Yeah, it's longer than dirt. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate the old age reference. Great. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Appreciate the kind words. All right. Let's get right to it this morning. Celebrate Friday. Uh, Right now from the WHO-TV 13 weather desk, meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have mostly clear skies. Yes, get your sunglasses out, folks. Very dry conditions, 54 degrees. A west-northwest wind at just 5 miles per hour. And the humidity down to just 78% this morning after being right around the mid-90s all this week. Today we'll see mostly sunny skies throughout the day. A beautiful day. A high of 72 degrees. Northwest winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. We could see gusts up to 25 miles per hour. And tonight will be mostly clear. Overnight low of 52 degrees. And then tomorrow uh, increasing clouds throughout the day. A chance of rain in the afternoon on your Saturday. High of 70 degrees. More of the same on Sunday. High of 70 degrees. But the rain will be early and clearing off later. Later today for Sunday. And on Monday, a chance of rain and warmer, a high of 79 degrees. The extended forecast next week, uh, highs in the mid-upper 80s, uh, Tuesday through Thursday with the chance of rain each day. Well, in the news on this uh, Friday morning, Iowa now has fewer people on unemployment as more of the state's businesses have been allowed to reopen amid the coronavirus pandemic. Now, Iowa Workforce Development reported yesterday that uh, 14,586 people made initial jobless claims uh, last week, and that's up... uh, Over 13,000 reported from the week before. However, there is some positive news. The number of continuing weekly unemployment claims reported by Iowa Workforce Development was at 180,679. That's down approximately 7,000 from the week prior. Iowa Workforce Development reports unemployment insurance benefit payments totaled over $48.8 million here in the state. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print High School Sports here in the state of Iowa. That's baseball and softball this summer are set to resume uh, this coming uh, 
this coming Monday, as Monday, June 1st, will be uh, the first day teams can begin practicing uh, with the first games being played on Monday, June 15th. Now, high schools are currently working on revising their baseball and softball high school schedules for the uh, season, and those schedules should be complete very soon. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly clear skies. Uh, you'll need your sunglasses. 54 degrees right now with the west-northwest wind at 5 miles per hour, and today we will see mostly sunny skies, a high of 72 degrees, northwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Friday Friday morning, John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Not a bad Friday, accident-free. Uh, things are pretty uh, business as usual. Not a lot of traffic out there uh, like we've seen over the last few weeks. Thanks to Can Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Can has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today's saint received a valuable gift from her brother and set to work to share that gift with the world. St. Madeleine Sophie Barat today was born in France during the time of the American Revolution. She received an extensive education far beyond what was available to her peers at the time. Her brother, a seminarian and also her godfather, instructed her in Latin, Greek, history, mathematics, and physics. By age 15, Madeline had also had deep exposure to the Bible, the writings of the Church Fathers, and theology. As the French Revolution began, the the, the, uh, militantly secular regime began to close or suppress Catholic schools, meaning the already meager education opportunities for girls in France fell even further. Madeline, a newly professed sister of the Society of the Sacred Heart, went to work to teach students and eventually to found several schools for these girls. Today, the Society of the Sacred Heart operates more than 100 schools. Madeline was canonized in 1925. Today, we ask St. Madeline Sophie Barat to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day, a deacon here in Des Moines, experienced in wills and estate planning for the last 30 years. 224-1776, that's 515-224-1776. When we come back, Justin White, Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry for the Diocese of Des Moines, making his monthly appearance, going to talk about discipleship, how we get back to the basics. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nighting in the Morning, right here on this Friday, May 29th. Thank you to Dr. Jim Blessman for underwriting the show. You know, I read a Facebook post from him the other day, and he said that this is very difficult on the people that he continues to serve. Difficult because many people aren't getting the kind of food or nutrition that they were otherwise getting. Uh, For many people like himself, Blessman International, which operates and provides 12,000 meals to the impoverished children and families there in Limpopo, South Africa. Now, they're going to get back to it, and they're figuring out ways to get creative during this time. We need to pray 
for them and support them. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you for what you continue to do to make a difference in your corner of the world and for partnering with us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. BlessmanInternational.org. Your Diocesan Minute is right now. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Friday, May 29th. I'm Mary marie Cox. Look for our Catholic Schools media campaign on social media. Our schools are offering high-quality education, whether at home or in the classroom. If you or someone you know is interested in learning more about Catholic schools, go to dmdiocese.org slash schools. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne marie Cox. Listen to Be Not Afraid with Father Fabian Mancata and Father P.J. McManus Tuesday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio in Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, a local brewery featuring seasonal and limited-release beers located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake and online at confluencebrewery.com. Confluence Brewing Company has growlers to go, apparel, and other gifts for family and friends. Confluence Brewing Company is available for curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. No man is we can be found. No man is Well, having a little trouble getting Justin White this morning, but we'll get him. Hopefully. Some good news coming out of Maryland. I don't know if you saw this, friends, but the uh, Howard County, Maryland, has reversed a policy that banned consumption of any food or drink during religious services, effective preventing the illicit celebration of the Mass. This was something that I know Archbishop Laurie of Baltimore was very concerned about and uh, made that very clear when this ban of no food or drinking uh, was allowed during any kind of church celebrations, and that would include the priests. So uh, that would, I don't like using technical terms, but uh, it would affect the the mass uh, traumatically. Um, it would it basically wouldn't be a licit mass uh, if the priest was unable to consume the, the host and drink from the chalice. Uh, so that it reversed rather quicker than I thought. Um, according to Catholic News Agency, this was breaking news. A county uh, spokesman told Catholic News Agency that the prohibition will be removed and faith leaders will be consulted on future guidelines for church reopenings amid the pandemic. Um, Tuesday, Howard County Executive Calvin Ball issued an executive order uh, that made this clear, reopening regulations and conditions for houses of worship and other entities deemed non-essential by the state of Maryland. Quote, There shall be no consumption of food or beverage of any kind before, during, or after religious celebrations, including food or beverage that would typically be consumed as part of a religious service. That's what the actual executive order said. And the archdiocese then uh, said that there were serious concerns about this. 
Um, and after this was reported, it was essentially over overturned. Um, and the Howard County spokesman Scott Peterson said, quote, as we move closer to a full phase one reopening, we will be lifting food consumption restrictions for faith institutions. We are currently working through the next wave of policy changes and are continually analyzing the criteria for reopening. So that's good news coming out there. I was uh, certainly happy to hear it. And, and you know, no one's. I want to say this, you know, as as clear as possible. No one's the bad guys here, you know. And I know sometimes people take positions where hey, people are doing this and they're trying to, you know. No one's the bad guys. Everyone, we're all just trying to figure this out, you know. And so, especially to to those that work in in the state and work in uh, different facilities there. I mean, I you 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 trust and you hope that everyone has you know the health and safety of everyone's best interest in mind before something like this was um, to happen. So I was, um, I don't know about you, but I was, I was happy to hear that. The LA Archdiocese also has announced reopening plans, which I thought was really good news. I was reading about this yesterday. And, uh, you know, this, this just kind of gives me hope a little bit because California, uh, you know, has been hit pretty hard by it. Of course, higher density areas um, will. But, uh, you know, with L.A. starting to, to open up or have a plan, California has relaxed public health restrictions on churches. Uh, and this just happened on Monday. The nation's largest diocese announced its plan on Tuesday to resume public masses. It may not surprise you that Los Angeles is the largest diocese there. In a two-step plan for parishes to reopen and offer sacraments, the Archdiocese of Los Angeles on Tuesday provided a checklist for each parish to observe. The state's dioceses and archdioceses have all curtailed public masses since March, but starting June 3rd, the archdiocese will allow for public masses. Um, Quote, while Governor Gavin Newsom's four-step reopening plan for the state had initially placed churches in stage three of reopening, that of higher-risk workplaces on Monday, the state announced that churches could begin reopening subject to county restrictions. The state is currently in stage two of Newsom's reopening plan, where manufacturing and some retail businesses have been allowed to reopen. Now California has allowed churches to open at 25% capacity, with a maximum of 100 people. I um, I'm going to be doing a parish mission at the end of uh, at the end of the month here, June, and I'm going to be going to Wisconsin. And uh, I I talked to the priest the other day, and they're they're very excited about it. Of course, um, it, it, they're excited because this, they're celebrating their 150th year uh, as a church and. What a way to celebrate, right, with, with everything that's going on now. But this priest, you know, nevertheless, he's got a, just a great heart and a heart of, of a true, you know, kind of a missionary spirit and going out to the people. And he's uh, kind of describing to me what he's been doing during this time and how he's been engaging with his, uh, with his flock. And uh, he said that, um, you know, we're, we're going to do it, of course, 25% capacity, 100 people, social distance in the church and everything. And uh, then they're going to stream the rest. And the bishop's going to be there to have a mass uh, beforehand. They're going to sell tickets. And this is going to be different. You know, I was just thinking, and I, I said to him, you know, I, I am normally walking into parishes, you know, and, and of course, here's the mission and here's what we do and uh, kind of rally the people around. And it's just, you know, kind of taken on the way it's done from, from place to place. And every place kind of has a different flavor. Uh, and of course, you know, there's always things I like to, to talk about in different places, or uh, sometimes churches want, you know, things to, uh, they want me to bring up other things or uh, in the church or maybe things that they're doing right now. Fine. But I'm just thinking, I, I have to kind of retool everything. 
Uh, and, and of course, you know, some of the same kind of pillars, if you will, that I've put in place are going to remain. But, you know, life has changed. Uh, people's experiences of life have changed. People's faith has changed. You know, and, and kind of going in and seeing that, I, I'm at least really interested in. You know, I, I read uh, the study the other day that said that 25% of Americans have said this has helped their faith grow. Only 3%, only 3% say uh, that it has hurt their faith. So 25% saying this has helped their faith, 3% saying this has hurt their faith. I'll, I mean, I don't like the hearing of, of the 3%, but I'll take the, the 25%. You know, and, and so I think people are going to be coming at, uh, not just my, my missions, but coming back to church in a different way. And I'm of the impression, I really am, friends, that, that we're going to see kind of a, a renewal here. And we have an opportunity of that in our churches right now. We have an opportunity of renewal. What we were going to talk with Justin about, kind of getting back to the basics of the discipleship. You know, we're, we're going to have an opportunity to get back to the basics here. You know, we, we can overthink and, and overcomplicate being a disciple of Jesus Christ, but right now it's just showing up and encountering him. You know, and, and helping others to, uh, to see that lived out in, in each and every one of us in the way in which we handle our day-to-day lives, in the way in which we handle even this crisis is a way of evangelizing, friends. It really is. So I, I, I think, and I, I know I'm kind of overly positive, I've been accused of that before, but I think we're going to see kind of a, a renewal in the faith. And I don't know, I don't know, I don't care really about the numbers right now. I mean, I, I, I do. I want as many people to come as possible and, you know, for those that say Jesus wasn't interested in numbers, yes, he was. He was definitely interested in numbers. He wanted to get as many people uh, into the fold as possible. We should as well. But the renewal has to start with kind of the, the, the grassroots here. The renewal has to start in the hearts of, of those that were maybe or are actively uh, engaged all in on this so that we can now take this and our faith out to continue to grow. Because I guarantee you, friends, people that have not or people that have been too busy uh, to maybe go to Mass, and not just go to Mass, because I think sometimes we can kind of, you know, think of being a, a Catholic means I'm going to Mass, and I go to confession once a year, and I just kind of do what the minimal things. I, we're talking about discipleship here. Someone who's fallen in love, head over heels, in love with Jesus Christ and the Catholic Church. It becomes saturated in their life. It becomes a part of every facet of their being. And we have an opportunity, I think, here to be able to go out and share with people because, as I said before, I think they're going to be a little bit more open to it than maybe what they ever have been. Maybe your son or daughter that's left the church or grandson or granddaughter that has left the church. I think people are going to be a little bit more open to listening in regards to faith, most especially. And I hope they have over the last month or two. And if not, maybe now's the time to start. Uh, I, I would strongly suggest, friends, if there's maybe someone in your life, uh, maybe that's been away from the church for a while, when things do start to open up again, I, I, I want you to, to reach out to them and invite them. Hey, I know this, this time has been tough on all of us. Do you want to go get a little bit of prayer in? Just for an hour, and I'll take you to breakfast afterwards. 
like I said, I think you're going to get a more positive reaction than what you were going to get in February or January before this all hit. That's my two cents. We got a great opportunity now, though. I see great hope in our faith. Puts the show in the books, puts this week in the books, friends. Thank you for joining me today here on this Friday, May 29th. Have a happy and a safe weekend, everyone. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known we lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more than Father's heart Into the world we're reaching out To show them who you are So living water flowing through God we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to Underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.